guys, this is Amateur Hour. This is today's free episode. If you want more bonus features and extra content, be sure to head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash amateur hour pod. See ya. <laughs> this is not going well. We're doing it anyway. Do the meatballs come out with it? Alright, so we're definitely cutting that out. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Amateur Hour. I'm one of your hosts, Jackson Moon. I'm one of your hosts, William LaFour. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, David is non-existent. Ah! Oh, wait. I think he's trying to make a bird <laughs> he's sound. He's trying to be a bird. Yeah, he's trying to make a bird sound. It just sounds it's, like uh, he's suffocating. <laughs> David's just got a plastic bag over his face. He's, just like, ah. He's really committing to the bit. Okay. David's now on the floor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Actually has a plastic bag over his head now. So if you haven't picked up, uh, we're doing an episode on birds. Yes, and how much we love them. Yes. They're actually very interesting. And uh, especially their poop. Now it's yeah. on our cars is, all the time. Who is that? I don't know. We just joined the podcast. <laughs> Sounds like a Bird robot. David. I, Bird I just learned how to talk. <laughs> yes, tonight we are covering the conspiracy theory of birds are not real, or birds aren't real. I guess you could say it either way, if you wanted to. But the, the movement is called Birds Aren't Real. This is one of those that I originally thought they were just people dumb enough to believe that. And for the most part, it is a joke. So I'm kind of happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I, when I realized that researching it, I got much more excited about doing this episode. <laughs> yeah. I, when I thought I, it was a, a real thing and it was like a flat earther kind of ridiculous conspiracy, except this one's so much worse than that. I was, is it worse? I, uh, yeah. I mean, I can see the birds and I have touched birds. And I can't like myself go investigate the earth from like outside of it to make sure that they, that it's 3d and not flat. What kind of birds have you touched? I don't, I don't remember. I mean, it was at zoos and like animal shows. David's David's an NPC. Obviously there's no way he could have actually touched a bird. You were programmed to say that. Yes, I was. I I am not real. (laughs) Birds and David are not real. You're a federal agent, dude. I don't even know what you do. You could be. Wait, you don't know what I do? I don't know what you do. We talk, we've talked about it many times. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't remember. <laughs> so that's awkward. Um, anyway, back to the bird theory. So back in 2017, this was a big movement uh, that started. It's, it's been a, a, joke, a joke conspiracy for a while, but it, it got really big back in 2017. Um, and by a man named Peter McClendo. McClendo. How would McClendo? Oh, that's an I. Looked like an L to me. My bad. So McClendo, back in 2017, he was a a young dude. He was literally just like a teenager, and uh, he started. He literally went to a um a protest and took a sign from somebody and turned it around and just wrote three random words that said "birds aren't real." And it kind of just kickstarted this entire like joke movement. Um, and this was back when there was a lot of protests going on. There was a lot of like movements about these like super uh, important and, and kind of controversial things. Um, there was just a lot of tension 
And so this was kind of his like joking way to escape from that and to for once like have a movement about something that wasn't as serious and something that you could like laugh about. Um, so it quickly gained a lot of traction. Um, his birds are not real video got over like 20 million views on TikTok. Um, and this is when TikTok was just starting to ramp up. So there was like a lot of people on there. And uh, so, yeah, so that's this is kind of the background of it. It's literally just a joke movement that these people started. And uh, it's pretty funny. Do you guys uh, do you guys enjoy researching part of this? I did. And I didn't actually realize until about halfway through researching it that he has since in the, in the last year, I think uh, he came out like January of last year and finally like broke character. Because really, yeah, because all the all the stuff that I read about it, I mean, even their official website is still up and it's more like a, he's selling merch on there now. And yeah. first of all, I think he's a genius uh, because there's no telling how much money he's made off of just selling merch that says birds aren't real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I finally like getting deep into it, finally found like the Vice interview that he went mm-hmm. on uh, in January and was like, I-, I watched the whole thing about him talking about how it started and all that kind of thing. But up until I found that video, I watched a few of his like YouTube videos and he hadn't posted in like seven months. I was like, I wonder if he just gave up or if he, if it's still alive and kicking and he does have like a, a Instagram and a TikTok and stuff that he still basically plays along in this character, which I thought was, was really funny. And he, he's very, very committed to the bit and I, I respect it. Yeah. So he started claiming that birds began to um, basically be replaced in the 1970s by robotic birds. And this was actually a real kind of based on some real stuff here. In 1970s, there was a dramatic drop in like birds and just like the natural um, sighting of birds went down a lot. And so this was one of those like super, super crazy conspiracy theories that never really gained a whole lot of traction. Um, until this moment where people were just doing it jokingly and then people started actually like looking back at it. And so it gives it almost like this, I wouldn't even say like reason to believe it, but like just it, it makes the joke funnier that this sort of stuff actually happened, allowing people to make this joke conspiracy theory. Like there's, there's like evidence behind it or whatever. Um, did, but did you guys see the, I didn't watch the full video, but parts of it were in a video I watched. Uh, the interview that he did fairly early on with a former CIA operative whistleblower. Yes. That yes. was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. So he he hired an actor to play a CIA agent to interview him so he could, quote unquote, leak the information that the government replaced the birds. Um, so that just kind of shows his dedication to it. He... After he started doing this, like people were buying billboards across the country that said birds aren't real and like people would graffiti it everywhere. And then like Jackson was saying, he he sells a bunch of merch and he sold a lot of merch. I don't know exactly how much money he made off of it, but he's he's definitely got quite a bit of money now. Um, he also has a van that he drives around in uh, to different cities. And and one that I thought was really funny was he went to St. Louis where they're. <laughs> professional baseball team is the cardinals and he went to st louis drove his van like near the arch and like the the park area where you can like park semi close to it uh stood on top of his van and then burned the cardinals flag in front of a group of people to protest um 
the bird being the mascot. So the they, dude, dude was very dedicated to it for like three years. They, they also protested outside of Twitter headquarters yeah. at one point demanding yeah. Twitter change its logo from yes. a bird to something that was real. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and his van, we'll have to like figure out a way to post a picture of that. Oh, oh we can just tweet it out with the, yeah, the episode when it goes. But the van is one of the most conspicuous looking vans ever is this white panel van with all kinds of basically stickers on it that are like, you know, pigeons are a lie. And, uh, oh, I forgot the other ones. Now there's even there's, like a graphic of like how the birds internal mechanisms. Work oh yes. With yes. The, with the microphone <laughs> and the camera and stuff. It's pretty cool. If you've ever seen or uh, read diary of wimpy kid, it looks a lot like the loaded diaper van. Like to picture that in your head, but just all the stickers are about birds. That was very. That was for a very specific audience. You're right. It, it was, but it's a very. It's a good reference. That's what I thought of. So, <laughs> if I do say so myself, it was a great reference. Yeah the the CIA one was one of actually the first ones that I found was was him interviewing him, and I liked that at the end he even, and I'm pretty sure that this was on his on their website as well. But at the end, he like asks him like, hey, do you have any proof? Like you, you said you had proof. Did you keep any of those videos or photos? And the guy's like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. He says, did you take anything with you? Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he, goes, left. he goes, no. <laughs> OK, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and then the video cuts out and it's just like uh, we asked him to send us stuff. We're still waiting. <laughs> like it's pretty good. It's um, it's it's pretty impressive the the stuff that they're comedically their comedic timing was really good and one of the yes. one of my favorite things was he actually went on like legitimate news um television shows like he did sixty minutes he was interviewed by the local news at one point and just the the look on the people's faces while they were interviewing <laughs> this guy were priceless i mean at one point the one of the newscasters is like so this is satire right like this is a joke and he gets like very serious and he's like that's <laughs> extremely offensive <laughs> <laughs> that's that's honestly the funniest thing about this is like it really shows the difference in humor between like the generation like now versus like the older generations because people yeah people got like mad over that and i remember this being like a big deal because like people were like Oh, these kids these days are so stupid. Like they'll believe anything, and it's like it's totally a joke. And everyone our age like knew it was a joke, but like the older generations like did not get it whatsoever. But yeah, those those interviews are hilarious because <laughs> they don't know they don't know what to think. Do yeah. you think that everybody that followed the movement actually thinks it's a joke, though? Or I can't imagine I think, that that's no. There's got to be there's got to be a. a, a <laughs> non-significant portion of the people who were following that definitely thought this was a real thing yeah yeah i'm sure i'm sure there are people that legitimately think that and the movement probably they were like wow people finally understand me sort of thing but uh yeah no there there has to be at least a few people that legitimately believed it but i can't i can't think it would be the majority or even close to it whatsoever the typical thing about like if you walk up to someone you know and you know, you say, Hey, you remember that time we went scuba diving, but you know, you've never gone scuba diving with them. 
And you just, if you just act like super confident, like this was a major moment in our lives and you should remember it, that it, it, the statistics on it are something, I don't remember them exactly, but it was a very large percentage. I mean, maybe like a third of people in the studies they've done will just say yes, even though the event never happened. And then some will know that they're not being truthful. Others will actually start to like fabricate memories <laughs> to fit the narrative and be able to take part in the conversation. Well, this is that, that same kind of phenomena here where, I mean, if you walk up to someone and say, or like he does, if you would go watch his videos, he's very confident and insistent when he's talking about this. And so there's going to be a certain amount of people who don't get the joke and just go along with it. I mean, like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, uh huh, yeah, oh, well, yeah, I always knew birds weren't real, uh huh, yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, you have the smaller segment, I hope, of people who just are dumb and will legitimately be convinced. They're not going, yeah, I always knew this. They're just like, wow. I can't believe the government did that, that they murdered all yeah. the birds and replaced them with flying drones. Oh my goodness. So thank you for bringing this to my attention. <laughs> the impressive thing as well is that he came up with, I, he's basically retrofitting actual history to fit the narrative of the, of the conspiracy theory, which is really interesting. Um, on their website, if you go to birdsaren'treal.com, you can look at the about section and it'll tell you the history of the conspiracy. Um, I'm not going to read all through it. I, I did like copy and paste a bunch of stuff, but basically CIA at one point brought a bunch of engineers in to work. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the site says. It brought them into area 51 to uh, help work on the B 52 bomber. And the B 52 bombers were also retrofitted with these giant tanks of water or water tanks that were filled with this specific liquid that was dispersed over into the atmosphere that killed like 12 million something birds right <laughs> and and he uses like historical events uh having to do with um like the soviet union and the red crisis is the background yeah. for some of this and uh the Vietnam war is tied into it as well. It's like the engineers all get sent to Vietnam after they are complete their job. And then they get captured by the Viet Cong and are never seen again. And I mean, there's lots of stuff. I like the picture you included too of yeah, uh, yeah. Kennedy <laughs> and yeah, a I bunch of other people that they've like I Photoshopped in a bird. bird. No, no, no. So I think what this photo actually is, is the presidential turkey pardoning. I think it's a very yeah. real photo, but I think they oh, photoshopped the sign. They, yeah, they the sign is the, the only sign. part. Okay. Yeah, so there's a picture prototype. on their website, and it's a, a picture of Kennedy and a bunch of people at the White House uh, during the Thanksgiving presidential turkey pardoning, and they photoshopped a sign around the bird's neck that just says robot bird prototype. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very convincing photoshop. It is. Yeah, it looks real. I do want to read a couple of things from the website um, because I found them so humorous. Um, one of the last couple of paragraphs reads, a common question that we get a lot is, how do the birds not fly out of the United States to Mexico or Canada? Because apparently this is kind of um, 
localized to the U.S., this conspiracy? Great question. While the majority of birds are programmed not to cross over into these countries, there are some that still venture into these countries for a few reasons. Picking up drugs for eventual delivery to the lower class segments of our major cities. The government will do anything they can to maintain control over its citizens, even getting them hooked on drugs. Another reason is simple keeping tabs on the U.S. citizens who go on vacation. Any bird you see flying across the U.S. borders to either Mexico or Canada is simply tracking an American citizen who's traveled outside the United States. However, there is currently nothing keeping keeping a bird from Canada or Mexico from traveling inside the Americas, which is why we will never 100% be 100% robot bird population. It will most likely hover around 95% as birds are always flying in from our neighboring countries. This may change soon, however. In 2016, President Trump announced that if he was elected, he will build a wall between Mexico and the United States. You may believe the mainstream media and Trump's lies when you hear that the wall was designed to keep illegal immigrants out of the United States, but that's false. The wall will actually be encapsulated with thousands of microwave guns (laughs) that can track any bird flying, entering the United States and shoot it with harsh microwaves which destroys the bird's ability to fly and will leave it deceased in under a few hours. I hope this does not shock you too much. After all, if you've made it this far in the reading, your entire, entire view on the country has been totally reframed. <laughs> See, there's just enough truth and yeah, history yeah. sprinkled into all of this to give it a certain amount of credibility. I mean, it's still very, very minor, but it's enough that it just a very cursory reading if you're super skeptical already and concerned about the government that you're like oh oh my goodness wow i didn't know it went back that far <laughs> yeah it's a combination between the fact that he sprinkles in the the truth and his confidence and his never backing down for the 5 years that he did this was was really what was so convincing and impressive and but isn't that kind of like how all conspiracy theorists and theories are like they, they take little bits of the truth enough to convince you if, if, Oh, well, if this part is right, this other part must be right. Right. Another, another part of that like question and answer thing I thought was funny is it says, how important is the apostrophe and birds aren't real? Can it be spelled birds aren't real without the apostrophe? And this one says, Interesting question. The term birds aren't real without the apostrophe is usable, but the apostrophe is important as it signifies more than just a grammatical accuracy for our movement. It's legitimization. (laughs) And so it goes into this long spiel about why the being grammatically correct uh, for the movement makes it a better movement, how it makes it more legitimate. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, the the frequently asked questions were one of my favorite parts of the entire website. (laughs) I wrote a few of them down. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> see and and that that apostrophe one is a great example of what we were talking about though because in its concept his arguments that they're writing down about why being grammatically correct led leads them or lends them more credence because they don't look like idiots basically is i mean at its core that that is a sound concept right it's just the the fact that no one would ever ask this question about a movement. They'd be like, how important is the grammar in the name of your movement? That's not a question that would be on anybody's fact unless it was a joke. You know yeah. what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Parks and Rec when they have that group called the Reasonableists. 
<laughs> and nobody that. would question the reasonableness because then you would seem unreasonable. <laughs> I want I want the shirt that's on the main page and it's not a the some aspects of the shirt are like stickers on it, but on the very bottom of the page it says history speaks for itself. There's just a, a pocket shirt, like a comfort colors like pocket short sleeve t-shirt that says birds aren't real on the pocket. And then on the other side of it, it's got the hello, my name is. And it's just like woke written in like scratchy handwriting. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, want yeah that. I see that. I want that exact shirt. I like that. I would wear that all the time. One of the things that actually pointed me in the direction of this not being like the creator of this not believing in it was on the history page. In the middle of a paragraph, he was like, if you were seeking any counseling on this subject, you can email our counseling our counseling center and it's a link to an email that is just a company that prints t-shirts. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? I didn't notice that. I, I read the whole thing and then I, I saw that and I was like, wait, what is this email? And I went to the website and it's, li- it's, it's literally the, the people that print the shirts for his website. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. What is happening? And then I went back to the main page and I was like, oh, yeah, of course. He's just selling merch. <laughs> I legitimately might buy one of these shirts. I, yeah, I want one. I do, too. Now that we've been talking about it so much. I'd be more like, likely to buy one of the hats personally. The hats are pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. They're I don't know. The hoodie, so the hoodie that is like the bird drone hoodie is pretty great. <laughs> Yeah, I, don't I just want that one. I want the one on the main page. That's all I want. I might make it. Oh, I forgot. That... I want to support the movement. Oh, oh yeah, I, I know which one you're talking about now. But I, I forgot that they're called bird truthers. Yeah, <laughs> the truthers. people who are part of the movement. Also, we didn't mention the the guy, uh, uh, Macandu, who originated the movement. Actually, got another person, a friend of his that was a history buff to write this history that we've been going over. His name's Connor Gatos. And so a a lot of the credit for the genius of at least the, the history and how it was intertwined with this, uh, you know, current movement slash joke really needs to go to him. Is he the same one that was in the video that they made look like it was 1980s? I don't know. I, I think it might be. That video is really good. Another so another person that they got involved in this was Cameron Caskey, which is one of the activists from the Parkland school shooting. Mm -hmm. So he was one of the big guys that was advocating for gun control afterwards. And he got involved in the birds aren't real movement back in 2018. Um, So like they got some like legitimate people that were like known for activism involved in this campaign, too, which makes it. That's so strange. Yeah, it is. Right. But it, it like it again brought like another sense of like wait is this real sort of thing into it it's one of the best examples of like virality that i can think of i mean a lot of people maybe not have not heard of the movement but like so many people have and if you know you know kind of thing yeah and it's like oh yeah that thing but (laughs) he's literally using it right now to make money and I just have so much respect for for his hustle. It's just yeah. some random kid from Arkansas. Like he's basically was bored and he was like, let's do this. Yeah. 
and then <laughs> he dropped out of college to continue it once he saw Drive that this was like taking off <laughs> yeah yeah did you see the uh video where he had like a, a talk show type thing and he brings on these experts and one of his experts was an ex quote-unquote ex-cia agent who stole a rat from a lab from mk ultra and the no. rats <laughs> the rat's name is friendly <laughs> and this guy, this guy, this expert wears like a black trench coat and this big hat and like sunglasses all the time. And he has this pet rat that he claims has a second brain. And the second brain is like inside the rat's stomach. And they can, <laughs> they can talk telekinetically back and forth because of this rat's second brain. Uh, and the rat tells him secrets about the CIA and MKUltra. <laughs> And it's like, <laughs> and he, he keeps his, his game face on and he stays in character the whole time talking to this guy. And it's so good. I, I love this because this is going on in the same time that QAnon was like becoming a thing and taking off. And yeah, I didn't even think about that. A lot of the QAnon stuff. The only reason I thought of it was one of the interviews I watched one of the other people who were a part of the birds aren't real movement said that they'd been contacted by QAnon, like, or by like people in the organization of QAnon trying to like reach out and get them involved multiple times. Uh, that was the only reason it clued me into that this was happening at the same time. Uh, but anyway, a lot of the stuff with QAnon is very similarly ridiculous, but with just enough truth and historical background that is also true to maybe give it a little bit of credence. And some of the stuff in QAnon, you, you know, as you, if you've done any research into it, some of the stuff are small pills that are easy to swallow. A lot of it is not, and honestly is kind of even more fantastic and impossible than the fact that the government killed 12 million birds and replaced them with drones. And so the, the, the fact that the young people of this era are taking something that's should be more ridiculous than QAnon, but somehow isn't and using it as a, a a joke and a comic relief to try to keep them from just screaming at the world that why are you people all so stupid? Obviously this stuff can't be real. It it's just fascinating to me. Yeah. So let's let's take a dive into this theory, right? I wanna I wanna see if if we can convince ourselves that birds are not real. First, let me ask you a question. You ever seen a baby pigeon? <laughs> you ever seen a baby pigeon? Uh, I can't I, say that I have. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Right. Because they're not real. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. Let me, let me ask you another question. Has a bird ever pooped on your car? Sure. Mm. All the time. All the time, right? And so we, we think, yeah, because birds are real. And they, they have to do their business somewhere and they do it on your cars. Well, have you ever seen um, what a battery looks like when it uh, degrades and um, 
eerily similar battery acid does look like bird poop eerily similar it's a different texture though is it but do you know what a bird battery looks like what? do you know what bird no i mean like a bird poop. degrading oh, looks like I'm with you okay like uh, the ba- uh-huh. bird battery might be a little bit of a different consistency than our typical double a battery right acid because that's a stuff. that's a gotcha. strong battery <laughs> another question where often do you see birds perched this is one of my favorite parts <laughs> yeah, I do of like their this. theory. Hmm. <laughs> on, on power lines. Power lines. Yeah. power lines, guys. What do you think they're doing up there? Can you, can you go stand on a power line? Technically, you could. Shh. I don't know. We're always you. told not to you. touch them because exactly. we could get shocked and die. You don't touch right? one if they're touching the ground. No, if you, you can't, can't touch if you, it. If you, no, you if can't you touch it flying. if you're touching the ground. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, no, you said you can't touch it. You said you can only touch it if you're touching the ground is what you said. Sorry. No, we were always told not to touch it if it's touching the ground. Oh, but if you you were to jump up and touch a power line, it wouldn't do anything. See, but have you ever tried that? Yeah. (laughs) You ever tried that, Jackson? Yes. Oh, you have you actually. Yeah, you can touch power. You can touch power lines. As long as you're not touching the ground. When were you ever at the you're, point where you could you're touch You're seriously power line? not supposed to touch power lines, though. Like, please, listeners, don't touch power lines. Yeah, don't do it. But I'm saying, like, you, you <laughs> can't get shocked. You can't get shocked by just, like, hitting a power line that's hanging, like, between two poles. If it's not. <laughs> but, yeah, go ahead, William. Well, anyway, uh, they're inductive charging coils on their, on their legs. That's why they're, you know, doing that. So why they're sitting on the power lines because they're charging. You ever, uh, you ever wondered where the birds actually go when they fly south? Warmer I always climates. thought it was south. Yeah, well, they're going south. You want to know why they're going south? So the government can replace them. These birds are not like 20-something years old. The government's replacing their batteries. Where exactly in the south do the birds fly to? Like what facility? Arkansas. That's why Arkansas. This movement started there. He found I'm the not cave. The government. <laughs> yeah, they do. They did interview somebody that uh, that snuck into a bird government facility on this documentary that I watched, and he was like, "Yeah, it was just a bunch of batteries, a bunch <laughs> of feathers," and they were like, "Wow, that's, that's crazy." Um, another question: How many birds do you see typically when you walk outside? There's a lot of birds, aren't there? Yeah. Why are there not as many bird nests? Well, around me there are. Shh, David. I find bird nests around my property <laughs> all the time. David. David. <laughs> Hundreds. Thousands. Shut up. <laughs> millions of bird nests and everywhere. It's because the birds don't actually need those nests. They're just for show. Now, I know what you're thinking. William, that's so stupid. Birds have to be real. I've had a pet bird. Oh, really? Do you know? Do you know how many times I've had a pet bird and then it's just disappeared one day? Why would the government allow us to keep pet birds? Maybe it's to spy on us? I don't know. Hold on. How how many times have you had a pet bird disappear? Twice. Jackson, is this real? You think they flew south? Yeah. He he actually had, um, were they parakeets? parakeets yeah yep and these were two separate occasions that you had (laughs) birds in a cage and they just vanished i'm gonna get a text from mom i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie to you william uh your birds died (laughs) we didn't tell you (laughs) crap sorry you have to find out this way 
yeah, they, I started this whole movement off of this. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I was just lied to as a child. The uh, one of the frequently asked questions that I wrote down is actually uh, very similar to this. I have a pet bird. What do I do? <laughs> and the answer is not to not to startle you, but you have a highly advanced governmental surveillance drone in your house, watching your every movement, picking up every word in your conversation, and sending all that data to the Pentagon. Pet birds are actually unheard of before 2001, when all birds became surveillance drones. At this time, the government started a propaganda campaign normalizing pet birds. If you think about it, a pet bird in a cage doesn't make any sense. The animals are supposed to have endless sky to explore, not to be held within a cage in a house. You would be best advised to not bring up any matters you'd prefer to remain confidential around your, quote, pet bird. <laughs> I, I, I like that part about it makes no sense to have them in a cage when they're supposed to have the whole sky to explore. <laughs> yeah. So that's another part that's like, I mean, you're not wrong about that specifically. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so the documentary that I watched, if, if you guys haven't heard of it or seen it, there's a documentary on YouTube and it's like 30 minutes long and it's just a part one of it, but it's, it's literally just a documentary on why birds aren't real. And it's so funny. And it's like, it's a very well-made documentary. That's just complete satire. Um, but in the video, they they talk about they're like, you know, sometimes like you'll see videos of birds attacking people and they're like, so what's going on here? These seemingly innocent civilians are just getting attacked by government drones. And It's like, well, I hate to tell you that someone in the office just had a bad day and they just needed to get some steam out. <laughs> and so it's like or he was like, or maybe they're having malfunctions because they're not supposed to do that. And then um, there was this other scene where it was like, this is how I know that birds are government drones. He was like, because they're, they'll fly away if you get near them. He goes, but if you inch towards them very, very slow, like they won't move because they can't sense you moving or they can't sense the movement around them. So it's this dude it's like, like in the middle of a park. Yeah. He's literally just like walking very like inching closer towards these like pigeons. And then when he gets super close to him, he just goes, <laughs> and then they fly away. But like it's, their motion sensors don't pick yes. up on small movements. It's just it's so funny. <laughs> it's like he, this. He said, I was in my car contemplating that birds might not be real. And all of a sudden, an owl flew into my car and attacked me. He was like, the government doesn't even want you free thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's a it, it's a very funny movement. And it's one of those things like you can't get upset about this like because you know if people try to start things that are like oh you know this isn't actually real you're just going to get people worked up over nothing like this is one of those ones where there's legitimately no argument to be upset about this like it's not causing any sort of harm whatsoever to anybody it's not hurting anybody like it's not except the 12 million birds that died that is true <laughs> except for the and for twitter for they don't uh, care about the birds a bunch of propaganda for birds I think there was some legitimate history that they cited, though, right, where other countries were trying to make drones that kind of looked like birds or that, you know, they had like pigeon type robots mm -hmm. on top of buildings that were disguised cameras. Yeah, no. And they some countries do have those, I believe, that are actual just like kind of bird statues that are cameras. Um, that is like a security camera type of thing. And that that was an actual conspiracy theory. In the U.S., I believe, because I think the CIA did try to do something similar. Um, 
so there is that and it's it's always like pigeons because like where do you see pigeons in the wild right you only see them in cities where are they naturally you ever seen a pigeon in a forest no can't say that i have yeah that's true you I, haven't. I don't think i have they're just hanging out in cities watching us exactly so i mean it, it does make you question things it's like huh maybe birds aren't real another fun fact with it the two countries have declared war on the birds <clears throat> and lost uh, australia declared war on birds and so did china um and so yeah, you right want to explain that <laughs> yeah so i've got uh two countries here that have declared wars on birds and both of them lost so i have a diagram here that says uh countries that have not declared war on birds and it's like the whole u.s uh, the whole you know world and then countries that have declared war on birds and have lost so all the other countries they understand uh obviously australia and china are not in on this conspiracy theory but all the other countries and the world leaders understand that you're not supposed to do that what's the con i, I mean by explaining it i mean what's the context of them declaring war on birds oh uh they were trying to eradicate uh certain species and when they did that uh the species either grew too fast or they had an increase in bug population and they realized oh maybe that was a bad idea <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so, so the locusts took over yeah um i think it was just like species that were overrun or like crowded or whatever and they were tired of them so i think we all understand that different birds uh different robot birds have different functions right so we know what pigeons are um what's the function of an ostrich like what's their purpose there <laughs> they can look underground Maybe they're that maybe they're true. surveilling. Um, oh, you know what that you know what it is. They have what? a Geiger counter, and so they can track earthquakes by sticking their head in the ground. Ooh, that is true. Mm. I just came up with that off the top of my head. <laughs> um, also, the fastest uh, bird, the fastest land mammal, <laughs> the fastest <laughs> land mammal is a dolphin. Um, the pigeon, uh, the peregrine, peregrine, peregrine falcon can dive at 236 miles per hour. Now let's think about that for a second. Have you ever tried to drop a feather on the ground? You know how slow that moves? Pretty slow. Now if I throw a feather at the ground, it's pretty slow moving feather, right? Yeah. What if you shot a feather out of a gun? (laughs) <laughs> it would probably fall fairly slowly. But but think about this. If a feather falls that slow to the ground, how come a thing supposedly just made of feathers can fly down at 236 miles per hour? Now let's think about let's think about this for a second. We as humans can throw things pretty fast, right? Like the fastest baseball pitch in the world. Can I get any guesses of what that might be? Uh, probably close to like 115 or something like that. I'm going to say a hundred. You, you said 115. Are we doing prices yeah. right rules? 116. Shut Ooh, up, David. Okay. So, <laughs> so the fastest baseball pitch is actually about 102 miles an hour. And that was by Rob Nin. Uh, so we as humans can't even throw something as fast as a bird can fly down see there's no way it's a natural thing 
we're much more powerful than birds, yet a bird can just fly down faster than we can throw a baseball. Fastest, fastest pitch ever. So clearly, I, I these birds are mechanically a, engineered. I don't know how, know how much a peregrine falcon actually weighs, but it, it, birds supposedly also have hollow bones. Exactly. Yeah, So true. how can it go that fast? It's not even made to go that quick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how legitimate that argument is, but I like where your head's at. <laughs> Let's see. How much does a peregrine falcon weigh? <laughs> 2.2 pounds. Wow. Going 200 something miles an hour? No way. No way. Absolutely not. Let's see. How much is, how fast will a human fall? Yeah, because you got to think about like terminal velocity too. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the peregrines all have are fitted with the jet engines. A human <laughs> will fall. A human will fall down at approximately 120 miles an hour. Now, if they're pointed straight down, it's only 180 miles an hour. You're telling me the terminal velocity of a human is slower than that of a peregrine falcon? Yep. That's there's crazy. some there's some rocket engineering in those birds for sure. <laughs> those Area 51 engineers knew what they were doing. They did. It's or just... did they? Because they died because of it. <laughs> oh yeah, they disappeared, didn't they? Like nobody ever saw them after that. Yeah, supposedly. <laughs> okay. Um, this has nothing to do with what we were talking about, except that I said the price is right, and my Alexa. <laughs> Just, I, I have the microphone supposedly turned off. I have an Alexa show so I can see my cameras from it when I get a doorbell ring. You might as well the, just put a bird costume on that Alexa. I know, I basically <laughs> should. I supposedly have the microphone off. I have never seen an ad for a Price is Right game on this thing before. There was one there just a minute ago after I said. Check your windows. The Price is Right Check your windows for birds. Dude's got a parakeet sitting right there. <laughs> They're reporting back in real time. It's and nighttime. Do bats out. count? Oh, man. Are yeah. bats real? Can we talk about bats, man? <laughs> Silent? Or Silent creatures. So are owls. Why would, why would... How is nature just making something that's flying around silently? Also, let's think about this. What, what kind of dance am I doing right now? <laughs> Dude, this is a podcast. What kind of question is that, is that? Is it the robot? Robot, right? Okay. What does this movement look like? <laughs> <laughs> William's flapping his arms like wings. Also a robot. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. I think not. <laughs> Some of the other uh, pretty awesome frequently asked questions on the website. One of them we've kind of already covered, but what is bird poop? Birds aren't real. I like this and what one. is bird poop? Bird poop was originally thought to be oil discharge from earlier bird drone models. After further research, though, it was disproven. Bird poop irregularly, fa- irregularly <laughs> falls on vehicles in large amounts. Recent studies show about 87% of bird poop pop- in populated areas fall on people's cars. Why is this? Confidential documents leaked in 2018 reveal that bird poop is actually a form of liquidated tracking apparatus. If you walk outside and notice some bird poop that just happened to fall on your car, be aware that you are now being tracked by the United States government. 
It is recommended that you clean your car exterior regularly to avoid this. Oh, so that's contradictory to what the, the documentary I So maybe said. not battery acid, maybe not maybe. bird battery ba- acid, but it is tracking you. So if you ever see any bird poop on your car, make sure you wash that off before you take off from the house. Because you could be tracked by the U.S. government. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why they want to know when I'm going to Aldi, I don't know. <laughs> they, well, But, but they want to know. Another thing is like, be careful feeding birds. Don't let the government know what type of food you're buying because then they're just going to send advertisements your way. That's another way of how they track you and know exactly what you're doing. Similar to what David just did. He said the price is right and all of a sudden he's getting advertisements for it. You hand, you feed a bird some Cheez-Its, you're going to start getting ads for Cheez-Its and that's just another <laughs> way. It's just another way the government knows what, you, what speaking, you're doing. Speaking of that, in one of the interviews, Peter, the, the main guy that started this, was, I think it was the 60 Minutes interview, and, and the lady was like, well, how do you feel about seagulls? And he starts <laughs> talking about how seagulls are just swooping down to get your food, not because they're hungry, because birds don't get hungry. They're not, they're, they're robots. Yep. But they're actually swooping down to get half-eaten food and bring it back to the Pentagon <laughs> so that they can test it and get your <laughs> DNA sample. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I also liked when she first said, how do you feel about seagulls? He goes, well, I don't feel good about them. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of question is that? Uh, one of my other favorites is uh, I've encountered a bird in my life. Should I be concerned? <laughs> the answer is first breathe, remain calm. It is vital to not panic. And remember that this Remember that this experience is not abnormal. These birds have likely been watching you for most of your life. Once you have regained your composure, look the birds straight in the eyes and declare the following statement confidently. I know your secret. I know that you are a surveillance drone in disguise. I know that behind those beady eyes are cameras, soaking up data and sending it to the Pentagon. I'm on to you. I know you are not real. By vocally establishing dominance over the drone in this mo- in this moment, dominance. <laughs> by vocally establishing dominance over the drone in this moment, your fear should subside, allowing you to remember that you are a human, and that it is a merely a robot. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I. Wh- what do you guys think about stuff like this? Like, I, I, I wish there were more things like this so yeah i think we should be i think we should be starting stuff like this all the time it's great that's what i was gonna say like do you, should we start one of these like what what do you guys want to start a movement about it's extremely entertaining yeah <laughs> it's definitely hilarious the the only problem i see with it is for the so the few people who won't catch on that it's a joke whether they agree with it or disagree with it I mean, either go along and believe a lie or get angry and shout at the moon either way isn't ideal i mean that's not the goal of what you're doing right you're trying to bring levity to a rough situation so i i i think it's best when you're very uh forthcoming up front that this is a joke the the like when yeah. Like places like SNL do stuff like this. You know who SNL is. You know what they're doing in general is comedy. So nobody takes 
their parody skits seriously. They're, it's obvious it's a joke. And I think that has a real benefit to it that everyone just understands from the outset this isn't a real thing. No, I disagree completely. And here's why. I think the <laughs> best part about this is that they, up until like last year, they didn't break character. Because I think the people that you want on your movement are the people that are going to know that it's a joke. And I think that's the people that you want to support you in this. Like, like we talked about earlier, this is such an outrageous thing and it's so clearly satire that there can't be more than a handful of people that actually believe this. Like, there, there can't be. It's, it's quite clear by like their explanations to everything and the wording of everything that they do that it is supposed to be satire. So like if someone else were to do this, I think they should do exactly the same thing. I I can see the merits of both of your arguments. I I don't think that you should be an alarmist. I don't think you should be just making stuff up just to cause panic in people. I mean, this is obviously the whole thing is a mistrust of government, which, you know, some people don't trust the government already. And you're just putting more and more gasoline on the fire when you come up with stuff like this. But also it is what William's saying. It's like, it's an inside joke and people that are in on the joke, it's great. People yeah. that are outside are getting angry about it or getting freaked out about it. That's kind of the people that that's not really who the joke is for, but it also yeah. is just kind of a, a residual effect of a joke like this. Like people are going to be outraged that people think this when no, we don't really think this it's, it's funny. It's satire. No, if it was something like serious, like about something like really serious that they were trying to joke about, then I would, I could see that. But like, like if I if I wanted to be like a women are robots, like women are not real. They're genetically engineered for like just to be here, just to mess with us like that. See, that's obviously a joke. Like no or one like the royal family is lizard people. Yes. Like that can be <laughs> harmful to like some people that actually think that's right. So legitimate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> like Mark Zuckerberg is a robot and like start this entire. I don't know. Like, I think that's, that one's true. I mean, <laughs> I do, too. But like. <laughs> I saw I saw no, I a, see I see what you mean though, that when it's around a subject like this that is so trivial anyway then it it could it's kind of harmless even if people think that it really is real they just get angry or have a really stupid thing that they believe I think but that's the beauty I think of that's this, a good point I think that's the beauty of this movement anyway that that was birthed out of just three random words being written on a sign it doesn't hurt anybody plus even if this was real it wouldn't matter because the government has other ways of watching us anyway and are still right. doing it legitimately all the time and everybody knows that mm-hmm. so like we'll reference you to our nsa yeah uh, snowden episode it's not <laughs> yeah, changing it's, anything it's yeah exactly it's not cha- it, it's not making the world worse it just makes it funnier (laughs) yeah Yeah, okay that's a good point that's a good point your phone will watch you more than a bird that the government (laughs) also owns is going to watch you so like or your amazon alexa sitting on your desk that is supposedly muted exactly so (laughs) if you want to stop the government from watching you like throw away all your electronics it's not you know you're not going to go out and try to kill all the birds right the only way to really deal with it is to be ron and take your computer out back and throw it in the dumpster (laughs) exactly (laughs) what when what happened that made him do that what was it that he found out that it was 
like tracking his location or something. He got like an email about his birthday from Basket yeah, Robbins yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, he got it. Didn't he get it in the mail? And then like somebody mentioned, oh, they probably just got it through an email or something. Yeah, something. It was something like that. Yeah, that's great. Such a good episode. I did want to mention that I reached out to Peter himself um, on Instagram. I did not get a response. Uh, I was hoping that he would would message me back. Uh, I just wanted him to comment on, uh, you know, what he thought of the success of the movement, just to get a quote from him. But unfortunately, I did not hear back. I hope to maybe one day. Maybe he'll read his messages one day and he'll say, oh, good luck with that episode. And I'll be like, yeah, we already... We already, already, already did it. it. <laughs> then you can send him the link to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will for sure. Um, how many followers does he have on Instagram? Uh, he only has 11k. Really? He yeah, should see it on at Instagram. some point. Then. Yeah, he might have more on TikTok. But yeah, probably. Yeah. If he has a, if he has a Twitter, we can tweet at him too. Um, I look for him on Twitter because I was going to. I, I doubt I was he has DM a Twitter him. because oh, they use a bird. Yeah, that that's true. right. He probably boycotts Twitter. Honestly. <laughs> So Even the funny. name, they would have to change the name for he yeah. before he was comfortable using the social media platform. Um, there was also like the most, uh, the most like federally funded institution, like university is, oh, what is it? It's like, it's some university that has a bird as their mascot. <laughs> yep. The John Hopkins University, their mascot is a blue jay. Coincidence? Oh, most federally, not? most federally funded institution in the U.S. is mm. a bird. Uh, oh, I, also I, saw I, I meant his... to say this earlier. I also like the tie-in with the government being willing to get its people hooked on drugs to control them, <laughs> because yeah, again, as we did a... in a previous episode, that actually did happen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just like that they mentioned that. <laughs> just yeah. to get drugs. One of the videos <laughs> I watched kind of tying into john hopkins is they were mentioning how uh why is the you know this national bird the the ball or the national animal a bald eagle which is a bird and like most states have a state bird and all this stuff like why is it i think every state has a state bird yeah and why is it illegal to kill bald eagles because they're expensive they're their most expensive (laughs) security (laughs) what are they they're they're like the anti-wmds yeah (laughs) It's just scope out the wild. Yeah. One of the other things that we didn't mention uh, that people might ask about if they hear this theory is like, if birds aren't real and all the birds are drones, what about bird meats? What about chicken that you get from the Mm -hmm. store? What about Chick-fil-A? You know, stuff like that. And admittedly, that was a, that was one of my questions as well. Well, He he did, (laughs) he did address that. Uh, I mean, like people that go hunting, people that go turkey hunting, if you shoot a turkey, like, that bird isn't a robot. And on their website, they address it as, you know, our limited understanding of what a robot is and how the government has the technology that's years above ours and they can make robots out of synthetic material, as well as all the meat that you have is actually grown in a lab. Uh, so all the, all the chicken from Chick-fil-A uh, and Popeye's and, you know, the grocery store that you go pick up chicken breast it's actually just grown into lab and it's synthetic. And he even talks about in one of the interviews, how a lot of his vegan friends still eat chicken, 
because they know it's not real chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and that was probably my favorite joke he made the entire time. It was so good. That's so funny. Yeah. Because so they good. know it's not real chicken. That's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh, man. This was a fun one, guys. This is a... Uh, I like stuff like this. It's very lighthearted and very easily digestible uh, yes. when you when you know the truth about it i would recommend if you're listening to this and haven't seen any of his videos before go watch at least one of them because you can't accurately describe the, how well he portrays this character who thinks birds aren't real it's it's very very entertaining yeah <laughs> he's a good actor just Good go actor. to YouTube and type in birds are real. He has a whole YouTube channel dedicated to it. <laughs> highly, highly recommend if you like that kind of humor. Very deadpan and a lot of street interviews. Yes. Which is really good yeah. where he, where he kind of brings people over to his side. So have you seen a baby pigeon? <laughs> Actually, no, I haven't. There was one where they asked somebody and he was like, yeah, one time when I was little in Paris and he would hit the dude looks at the camera. He's like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Walks away. <laughs> you, know, are you, are you a federal employee? <laughs> yeah, you work for the government. Did you see the one where w- one of the ladies he was talking to on the street <laughs> asked if she could pray with him or pray for him? And I thought it was going to be like because she thought he needed help. The prayer was about how he was doing God's work. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, I did not see that one. <laughs> I love crazy old ladies. Oh no, it was a it was a young woman. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Then that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's, it went from funny to embarrassing. Guys, oh, we hope man. that you enjoyed this episode on birds are not real, and we hope that we convinced you one way or the other for sure. Uh, and if P- Peter, if you're listening to this and you want to come on the show and and make comments. Uh, we'd be happy to have you, man. Love to hear about your your movement that you started. And uh, rest assured, we'll be supporting it uh, for, for as long as it keeps going on. We stand Maybe not David. You. And we will be buying some merch. We will. I will be buying a shirt. Yeah, for sure. Um, guys, if you have any uh, conspiracy theories that maybe you want to start, or if you have any that you want us to talk about, <laughs> Where can they let us know, Jack? If you have any ideas for conspiracy theories that we could start together, you can email us info at amateurhourpod.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at amateur underscore pod. Twitter! (laughs) 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 And if you're part of the state. And if you would like to support us in a financial manner, you can do that over at patreon.com slash amateur hour pod. But as always, that's not required. The best way you can support us is to tell your friends, share, like, comment on all the, uh, the podcast apps that you can listen to us on that. That really helps us more than anything. Yeah. You can support our movements um, at Patreon. The one that we're starting that we don't have the name for yet, but yeah. But we're going to be very politically charged, I'm sure. (laughs) Yes, it will be divisive. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Bye, guys.